This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jerry Hannon is back on the bench in the biggest way possible. And he's our college football insider. Hey, Jerry, how you doing, buddy? Hope you had a good Pharrell's giving. I had a fantastic holiday, Scott. I am super pumped to be on the show again. Obviously, we are uh, hitting crunch time in college football. There's a million stories. There's a million games. I can't wait to talk about it. All right, so uh, let's start by – we already know Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Georgia are one through four. The big question is Utah five, Oklahoma six, and there's a lot going on. Oklahoma plays Baylor. Utah plays uh, against Oregon, uh, and that game is Friday. The other one's Saturday. I think, you know, I, I don't deny Utah's a good football team. I don't deny it at all. But I think Oklahoma's better. Uh, that's because they're better. Um, I think, at the very least, we need to be clear about this. Utah's got a tough, tough path to actually get in. I think you glance at these rankings that have come out, and they've got Utah on top of Oklahoma. But Utah has not beaten a ranked team this season. Like, USC might be the best team that they've played this year. I think they were the only ranked team that they've played, and they lost that game. They didn't deserve to lose the game. They dominated it statistically, got you know stuck in the red zone a million times. Uh, but the bottom line is that was you know their big test that they've had this season, to some extent beating Washington, but you know Washington's kind of fallen apart here the last couple of weeks. Chris Peterson now has left that program, actually. Uh, you know That was their chance, and they did not come through. On the other hand, Oklahoma – had, went to Baylor, went to Waco, uh, was obviously down, you know, what, 28-3, to I believe. Uh, the Magic score, 28-3, to uh, in that game, still got it together, came back, won the game. You know, they do have the loss at Kansas State, but that Kansas State team is very, very good, especially in Manhattan. Uh, Chris Kleeman sort of quietly, like, thumped Iowa State, another very good team this last weekend. I don't think there's a whole lot of disgrace in losing at Manhattan uh, Resume-wise, yes, I think, you, you know, especially if the Sooners beat Baylor, maybe Baylor even if they beat Oklahoma, uh, is just going to have too much for Utah's resume. And then if you're talking about just total quality of team, you know, I don't trust Oklahoma's defense any further than I can throw it. Uh, Utah definitely has an advantage on that side of the ball, and I do think the Utah offense is a little underrated. Tyler Huntley's a very good quarterback, um, but – you know, on that side of the ball, we're also comparing it to Jalen Hurts, C.D. Lamb. You know, Oklahoma just still has skill guys coming out their ears. They're still coached by Lincoln Riley. Um, I think it's going to be pretty tough for Utah. I think it's going to take basically Baylor beating Oklahoma and Utah not just beating Oregon, but really beating the snot out of them. I think they're really going to have to be dominant and pair that uh, with a Baylor win. I, I just don't think they could get in over in over Oklahoma. And uh, obviously they got to root really, really, really hard for LSU as well. Do you think that, um, you know, uh, so are you buying that Utah will blow out uh, Oregon? Is that what you're leaning? (laughs) 
No, to be perfectly honest, I don't I'm either. Not. I don't either. Uh, Utah, you know, give Utah a lot of credit here. Uh, they have a lot of talented players. They have blown out the people who have been in front of them basically since that USC game. Uh, you know, this last weekend they flattened Colorado. Uh, they flattened UCLA. They flattened uh, Arizona. You know, basically everybody that has come in front of them over the last, you know, six weeks or so, They've blown them out, and you know Utah does not get to make their schedule. I think if they could, uh, you know, they would have played Oregon in the regular season. Maybe if they could go back, they would have scheduled somebody better in the non-conference. You know, uh, they've played the schedule they've played, and you know they beat UCLA forty-nine to three, they beat Arizona thirty-five to seven, Colorado forty-five to fifteen, beat Cal thirty-five to nothing. You know, uh, a decent Oregon State team. They went to Corvallis and won that game fifty-two to seven. So you know, it's not like. They could do a whole lot more than what they have done, but the schedule is the schedule, um, you know. And ultimately, these are just not high-profile teams. They're not top twenty-five teams. Again, Washington maybe is the best team they've beaten, uh, who's had a really disappointing end of the season. Um, you know, it's just uh, the meat that we're looking for in these resumes just isn't there. Now, there's not a lot of meat on Oklahoma's resume either, but beating Baylor all by itself, a team that, you know, when playing teams not named Oklahoma, is 11-0. and uh, You know, they've had some close scrapes in there, but they're also playing very well, just flattened the, you know, halfway decent Kansas team this last Saturday. Uh, the beef just isn't there for Utah. I think Oregon, you know, is another level up from some of these teams they have played. Uh, you know, Oregon – Hasn't played great down the stretch. I was really surprised they lost that game to Arizona State, which in itself I think is kind of a crippling blow for Utah. That instead of this being, you know, Oregon coming in as a team that swept its Pac-12 schedule and its only loss was, you know, a heartbreaker against Auburn, which right. you know now is in the sort of New Year's Six Bowl picture as well. Um, you know, but losing that Arizona State game just kind of really took a lot of air out of the balloon. Uh, I, I think you got Utah is just going to have to come out and absolutely obliterate the Ducks. Yeah, that's and, not and I really happening. don't see that happen. I think you know when Justin Herbert has been healthy, you know Oregon has basically been competitive with just about everybody in the Pac-12. I expect that's going to continue on Friday night. All right. So uh, of the three undefeated teams, Ohio State, LSU, and Clemson, uh, which one do you think's the best? I think Ohio State's the best team in the country. Um, you know, I think. Kevin Wilson, we've seen this, you know, with all the quarterbacks Ohio State. Ohio State's offense, whether it's from Kevin Wilson or his predecessors, when they've had a quarterback who can both run and throw the ball, uh, or even when they don't, I mean, Dwayne Haskins mostly threw it, ran just a little bit, uh, you know, but having a dual-threat weapon there in, with their weapons that they've got on offense, J.K. Dobbins, those receivers, you can't stop everything. Like Justin Fields being able to run the ball and throw the ball as well as he can with the weapons that he's got around him, it, there's just nothing you can do. Don Brown is one of the best defense coordinators in college football, and his defense has been eviscerated two years in a row by that offense. Um, and, you know, it, it's hard for me to look at, you know, maybe Georgia, I think, maybe Clemson, you can't ever knock, you know, Brent Venables. Uh, but they are going to be a handful for whoever they play. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, you know, Ohio State's defense is lock solid. Uh, you know, Michigan got to them a little bit, had some success there in, like, second and third quarter. Yeah, no, they didn't. Uh, but, you know, most of this season has basically been, you know, good teams. Wisconsin's a good team. Uh, you know, some of these other teams that they've played, Cincinnati, good teams that just cannot move the ball at all uh, against that defense. I think they're the most complete team 
I think they have the most top-to-bottom talent, like in their starting lineup. Uh, I, I think Ohio State uh, right now is the best, most complete team in the country. Uh, with Clemson being number two, I think the way they've played over the last six or seven weeks. So uh, Jerry Hinnon with us, our college football insider. Uh, speaking of Ohio State and and the Michigan game, they kicked their ass. So I don't know what you know. You're talking about Michigan. Michigan just continues to bend over against Ohio State. Now my question is this: What are they going to do about uh, you know Jim Harbaugh? Because the guy is like whatever forty seven and seventeen or something since he's been there, but he's zero and five against Ohio State. Like, how mad are they? Do you think the brass at at Ann Arbor that he can't beat Ohio State, and not only did he, he can't beat him, he gets his ass beat by them every year? Yeah, um, if I'm in Ann Arbor, I, I just don't know what to do uh, because you're not going to hire somebody better than Harbaugh. Is the thing like you look around, and this might be the shallowest pool for really like top-end coaching candidates that I can remember. Like, if I'm a Michigan or, you know, I'm a USC, I think this is why we just saw a report came out tonight The USC is going to retain Clay Helton. Um, you know, if you can't coax Urban Meyer out of retirement, Michigan's not going to hire Urban Meyer anyway, uh, you know, then really what is the point? Uh, are you going to go hire Matt Campbell? I think Matt Campbell's a great coach. He just got a new uh, deal. He just got a new deal today. He got a new deal today. Uh, but, like, is he going to do better at Michigan than Jim Harbaugh is? Uh, you, know, I, you know, that's the kind of coaching pool you're looking at right now. I think Michigan, I'm sure they are absolutely fed up. Uh, they've lost, what, I think eight years in a row. Right. Urban Meyer left. You know, this year is supposed to be, you know, if not a down year, at least a year where Ohio State would have been a little bit more vulnerable. They had to come to the big house this year instead of this game being in Columbus. Uh, and it still was uh, not close. Um, so I think I, I think they're tearing their hair out in Ann Arbor. Um, you know, they have probably the best coach they can get, uh, and it still doesn't look like it's nearly enough. So what do you do? I don't know. Um, I think you wait probably and see if, you know, somebody like a Campbell emerges, if maybe the next Tom Herman, you can get him and then hope he's better than Tom Herman, since Tom Herman has to this point been a disappointment as well. Um, you know, I don't know what you do. You wait and hope that Ryan Day kind of, you know, can't keep the ship together the way Meyer did and that this is kind of a Larry Coker situation, uh, you know, the way we saw at Miami where he kept it together for a year or two and then things kind of fell apart. You know, I, I don't know what you do. I don't have any good advice uh, for Michigan football right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't – I'm not going to – I don't believe that Day – will uh, – so I don't think anything's going to happen in Columbus besides great players are going to keep going to Ohio State. I don't think they're going to have, yeah. like, a, a drop-off of talent. In fact, I think Ohio State has a better football program all around than Michigan, hands down, talent-wise. You got a, a like, uh, absolutely five-star camp, and then you have a four-star camp, Michigan being yeah. the four. So I believe that uh, Day will continue to rock in Columbus because they're going to get the best play. I mean, their entire team's NFL ready. Let me – throw a couple games at you now uh yeah. that uh, real quickly i got i got two minutes tops i want to i want to hit uh cincinnati memphis they're playing again this week just like they did last week and it was a really good game and now again it's like nine i, I got it at 10 at one point when it opened up it was 10 with cincinnati getting 10 memphis beat them by 10 last week what happens this week oh man i this game is so great I, I'm just not completely sold at Cincinnati at this stage of the season. They played East Carolina, which is not a good team, a few weeks ago, one by three. I think they had another close call against USF 
a few weeks ago, uh, whereas Memphis has just been blowing everybody's doors off. I think Memphis is just hands down a better team. They've got the better defense. Kenneth Gainwell, their freshman running back, is a monster. Like, I think Memphis has sent a couple of other, you know, uh, Daryl Henderson, another couple of running backs on the NFL. Kenneth Gainwell is going to get there. He's only a freshman, so it's going to be a couple of years. Uh, but he's going to be there as well. He is an absolute phenomenon. Love that kid, and I love Memphis. I think, you know, the sort of computer rankings all year said, you know what, Memphis is the best team in this conference. They've played like a week in, week out, uh, really shown in that big, you know, primetime game against SMU a few weeks back where, you know, they were up by like 20-something points in the fourth quarter. Uh, I, I just think Memphis is the best team. I don't know if they're going to cover the 10 now with like well, everything that, that's on all the that line. matters jerry that's all that matters <laughs> what do i give a rat's Man. ass about anything else oh, I'm, I'm sweating I, I got the you know i'm dabbing the with the tissue the sweat off my you know forehead if you're asking me to pick all the spread right. I, I could take memphis i would take memphis right. uh, and, and give the 10 I, yeah. I i just think they're the better all team. right lsu georgia in the sec championship in atlanta i really like georgia in this game actually um and that's wow. kind of the thing about this whole utah you know oklahoma discussion i think it's going to be mood i i think georgia's going to win that game georgia has one of the best secondaries in the country richard lecount i think lecount i'm not even sure how to pronounce his last name but he is great uh their safety they've got a couple of great corners they have you know the best secondary maybe in the country certainly i think in the sec uh so they match up pretty well with lsu they're going to do what auburn did to lsu which is flood the field with defensive backs, you know, make LSU run the ball with Edwards Hilaire. Don't get me wrong, Edwards Hilaire is phenomenal. He's a fantastic running back. Alabama couldn't handle him, but Georgia has more talent in their front seven, believe it or not, than Alabama does. Alabama's been banged up there all year. I think Georgia can do a little bit of what Auburn did uh, when they went down to Baton Rouge and LSU only scored, I think, 27 points, 24 points. Uh, which is basically play six or seven defensive backs at times and say, you know what, if you can run on us, then you know, you're just going to have to run on us. I think Georgia has the defense to make that happen. They're number one in defense in SP Plus right now. They've got more motivation. LSU, you know, they can say all they want, oh, well, we, we're playing for a championship uh, and you know, we're playing for our undefeated record, this sort of stuff. They know, everybody knows they are in the playoff no matter what happens. Georgia knows they have to win. They are not going to continue their season in the playoff unless they win this game. I think that matters. I think Georgia's defense matters. Uh, I think Georgia wins that football game. Yeah, I think that's the game of the week for sure. I think the other ones are going to be ugly. Clemson, uh, the Boise-Hawaii game. Boise, they're lucky they got out of uh, Fort Collins with a win, but uh, they are still 11-1 and 8-0. They're going to be bowling in a big game. Jerry, great stuff as always. I love talking college football with you, brother. You're the best. Thanks for coming on the bench. Enjoy the games this week. Oh, hell yeah, Scott. If you can't enjoy these, well, at least the LSU-George game. Clemson-Virginia, you're excused from enjoying that one. The rest of them, you got to enjoy them, though. Uh, it's awesome as always, Scott. We'll talk soon, man. All right, my man, Jerry Hennon on a bench. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.